give me a yell. 0800-150-811. In fact, we've got a call already. Let's take it right now. He's a great provincial rugby man, Ed. Welcome in, Ed. Kia ora. I've got a question for you, then I'll talk about Hall of Finua. Yep. He does the East Coast get a shot at the Shield Challenge because they won the Lacour Cup? No, I think it's the Meads Cup gets the challenge, which is South Canterbury. Oh, okay. But I'll tell you what, all my um, all my nieces have been throwing up photos of bubbles. Graham Hurnoo? So yes, correct. Mm. Yes, yeah. because yeah, it must be his anniversary and stuff because we're just having a lot of stories. Well, he is a great player for Hall of Fame. Yes, and he played for Manawatu and he might have played for Wellington as well. Oh, he's played for a few cups. Shannon. Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Now now you bring me back to playing against Hall of Fame. So hopefully that coach knows old Graham Hurunui and all his father and Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, and, the, and the Houstons. Ooh. And the Lawsons. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and old Carlos. Carlos didn't come to the coast when we played him. <laughs> there it is. Good on you, Ed. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Steffi. See ya. See ya, boy. Um, Graham's on the line. G'day, Graham. G'day, mate. How are ya? Oh, I'm excited. Provincial rugby's nearly here. I know, I know. In first quarter, mate, Graham Hurunui played for Freiburg in the men of two. Did he? <laughs> when I was managing him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was managing Freiburg Seniors. He, he played, played a few games for Freiburg, mate, or a seasonal size. Um, I was going to say, let's um, let's um, say two stories here. One's going to be very short, sharp, and you know what I'm going to mention. Shall I not mention it? Someone else has already texted it, mate. Way you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't need to mention it, do we? No. But on a more positive thing, um, when Wellington had it um, back in 2008, we had a punting syndicate down at um, Tracksbow with Tony Lee and all that. Yeah. And um, Des Coppins and... Um, and um, Jamie Joseph and um, um, Tony Mulo Senior, um, and there was ten of us in it, and um, we uh, we had a pretty good uh, pretty good season on the punt. We had over thirty thousand in the pool, Ooh. so we decided to have a lunch, and we we're all getting a, um, a nice little TAB voucher for just over three grand each. So we got in there for lunch, and, and um, Jamie Joseph, who's I have to say he's one of the bloody nicest guys you'll ever meet in the world. I'm telling you, he's mm. a fantastic man. Um, Tony and um, Jamie arrives and he goes, have we got an extra seat at the table? Because I bought a mate. And he arrives with the Rantilly Shield at this lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been it. We've got 10, 10, 10 um, seats around this table for lunch. And um, we started an 11th chair and the Rantilly Shield was a guest for lunch. And we all had our photos with the shield. It was amazing. Magnificent. I love that. I love it. It's got a, it's got a personality yeah. for a piece of wood. It's got personality. Oh, it is, mate, and it's got it's like it's got an aura too. You know, you look at it and you whoa, you feel it. It yeah. is a very very worthy shield or trophy in New Zealand. I'm telling you, it is. Yeah, you can't beat history. You cannot beat history. Um, good on your face. Good to talk to you, buddy. Go Wellington! Go Wellington! Go Wellington! You can't say that. Go with the door. Good on you, mate. <laughs> See you, mate. Um, give us a yell. 0800 150 The other stories we love, the Ranfurly Shield stories. Come on, Southlanders, Hawks Bayers, Cantabrians, Manawatuvians, Taranakians, Waikato. Give us a yell about your Ranfurly Shield stories. 0800 150 811. We'll take your calls after this. Let's have a chat to Joey. G'day, Joey. 
Yeah, g'day, Steph. Yeah, the, the old Arthur Stone and the set mate. Oh. Uh, on a Sunday afternoon at Eden Park, he, he got it. And Mike Mills chased them all the way and, and tackled them, I think, right on the line. I think they won 13 12. Aucklander in those days, obviously, you know, we were going pretty good. And um, and so, you know, Waikato were a good side. And uh, to see that happen to us, it was uh, devastation, mate, you know. And you could hear the cowbells, and then afterwards they were. I mean, it was just unbelievable, the celebrations they had. But um, to see him get that intercept, and um, obviously those days too, uh, Mike Mills, he played for Takapuna because there was no one um, North Harbour. Mm. So Auckland were, were North Shore as well. And uh, he was second five eight. I don't know who threw the pass, but, um, <coughs> yeah, old um, Arthur Stone. You know, it's fantastic, though. The Shield's just brilliant, isn't it? I mean, oh. it just brings it brings the whole... Of, it doesn't matter where you're from, Kapiti Coast or... Or whatever, and it's fantastic. I, I love it when the the big the big um, teams take it away, <clears throat> you know, down to the, the uh, smaller sides and, and that, you know, because um, everyone goes to watch and it, it's just a buzz. And you know, they may probably think that, that you know they go out to win, obviously, but you know they know that, that the chances of them getting it um, are a little bit slim. But hey, you know, it brings everyone together, and, and the Ranfurly Shield's unbelievable, mate. It, it's just. It's, it's an icon in New Zealand rugby. Fantastic. Yeah, it brings communities together. And I think last year we spoke to the Thames Valley coach before their challenge. And, of course, South Canterbury had a challenge and gave it a red-hot go early on in that game as well. And the communities, for, like in Levin and um, all around the place, that get these cracks at it, they all come out and go and watch it. And then teams that actually win it, we've seen what it does to Hawke's Bay and Southland and Taranaki, etc. when they win it, it's... It's just it's something that it's immeasurable. Yeah, it makes it makes these sides that do win it staff. It makes them better, you know. And it also makes it makes probably players that that are playing in, in the uh, bigger unions. Oh, I can go down. Just for example, Manawatu or Hawke's Bay or or um, you know down there or Tasman, and uh, I can play there because you know uh, they got the shield or or, or whatever you know. Um, and, and you, all of a sudden, you just see those sides that have been struggling a little bit, all of a sudden rise. I mean, look at look at Hawke's Bay. I mean, Hawke's Bay held on it for a hell of a long time, you know, until they got beat, you know, and and, and they, they played really good rugby. Mm. You know, it's just great. Mate. I love it. Mm. Fantastic. All right, mate, we'll let you go, but listen in because uh, the great man Rubinho, he's found the audio for the Arthur Stone try, so we'll get nostalgic. Oh, okay, that'll be fantastic, mate. And um, as you know, Steph, you know, the mighty turbos. turbos. Yeah, boy. Can't wait for them to turn up, mate. Yes. Yeah. All right, mate. Okay, mate. Good on you, Joe. We'll play that. You hold on there, Zade. After the news, uh, we'll get Zade, and you can join in as well. Ranfilly Shield Memories, 0800 150 811. But taking us to the news, the mighty. Oh, has he got it ready? Have you got it ready, Robbie? I just saw you hustle. You have? Okay. Arthur Stone's try, Waikato, Auckland. Done away again to Harris. Here he is passing the ball. Sutherland up from fullback. Well caught by Stone. This is Twigden. That was intercepted by Stone. And has he got the legs? Arthur Stone. He's just having a go. Now that is a great try for 19-year-old Arthur Stone. 0800 Shield Memories. Oh, there's some buttes rolling in on the text machine, but we'll take the calls first. Zaid, the life member. G'day, Zaid. Have I got right, you, Zaid? Yeah, 
Stargin. Hello? Yeah, Stargin. I was more kind of calling up and asking when Auckland's last ever time they actually won the Shield was because I can't remember. I think from memory, Ken texted the other day saying they haven't had a Shield challenge for seven years, I think Ken said. He'll, he'll let me know. But um, <laughs> a long time. So I think all the Shield Shields that Auckland did win was probably before I was alive. So <laughs> I mean, they won them in a while, really. <laughs> <laughs> I think they won them all in the 90s pretty much, didn't they, when Auckland was dominant? Yeah, they had. A, I think they've had it for the longest single tenure in memory. And that would have been bought back in the nineties, yeah. Yeah, I'm just hurriedly looking it up for you, Zaid. Uh, I know it's not. I know it's not a Rams. I know it's not a Ramsley Shield moment. But my favourite Auckland moment is that um, final they had against Canterbury. I think it was 2018, and they won an extra time against Canterbury at Eden Park. Ah, right. So That's my Auckland had it in 2007 for five games uh, and nothing more recent than that, 2003 for two games, 1996 for six games and then 1985 for 61 games. Pretty, pretty lean, lean periods then. <laughs> it is, mate, it is. 2007, it's like 15 years ago. I know. You would have been four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I hope, you get, I hope you get to experience having the Shields, Aid, because it's like nothing else. Yeah. So no, no memory, sorry about the Shield. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all good later. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. There is Aid. Uh, so the most successful defences in Ranfurly Shield history, Auckland, 148, Canterbury, 139, Waikato 60, Wellington 40, Hawke's Bay 72. Oh, this isn't in order. Hawke's Bay 72, uh, then Waikato 60, Taranaki 48, uh, Wellington 40, Otago 38, Southland 25, and then the only ones in double figures left are Northland with 14, Manawatu 13, Wairarapa Bush 10. There you go, County 6. North Harbour, three. Oh, Ranfurly Shield memories. Let's go back to the phones uh, where we've got Darren and Napier. G'day, Darren. G'day, Steph. How's it? Good, buddy. Yeah, I uh, just rang up about memories of the Ranfurly Shield. Yeah, you'll have some good ones in the bay. Yeah, yeah, got a, oh, yeah, got a few. Um, one that sticks in my mind is when I was a, a, a kid, um, I must have been aged 10 or 11, my last year of primary school, uh, the teacher I had was, uh, Mrs. Greg and she suggested um, the dominant Auckland team of that era uh, were coming to play the Hawks Bay. Yeah. And she suggested I uh, write a letter <laughs> and uh, see if they wanted to come uh, to the Auckland Rugby and come to our school. Yeah. So I handed a letter and uh, they replied back and they came along. It was like the star started team, like, you know, Iceman, JK, Tootsie, Zinzan. Wow. Zinzan actually hopped on them. Lindsay and actually when we uh, walked out he hopped the classic hopped on a horse, had a turn on a horse as he does. <laughs> but but um yeah, it was that era where Auckland were dominant. I think they'd run in eighty five or whatever and then they lost to um Waikato ninety three. Yeah, yeah. That's but but my yeah, so so they came to our school, it was so cool, you know, got to meet the players, did a hacker for them and stuff, <laughs> as you do. Yeah. And uh but yeah, and they oh, it was so cool! I got to carry the shield out from the from the assembly hall to the bus, so that was real cool. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it was. Well, I was only like 10 or 11 <laughs> at the time. But yeah. uh, <laughs> bit of a reality check the next day when we played. I think they, it was like 80 points to 13 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but wow. that, but we had um you know because like, growing up I didn't get you know that age Hawks they was second division mm. so it was yeah, yeah it was a bit but but we still had a good team you know Norm Hewitt, or Katie Crawford, um, Dustin Watts, Dallas Seymour, Gordon Falcon. Oh, Gordon Falcon! You want hard men? There's Gordon Falcon. Yeah, I wish that uh, wish the um, meatworks didn't shut. That's why he signed for Penrith. Ah, oh, is that what it was? Well, it was around that era, you know. I mean, it was before um, rugby went professional. So, oh, that's awesome! That is a great call, Darren. Great memories. Thank you. Yeah, no. Thanks, thanks, Steph. thanks for calling, buddy. What a call that is! Um, yeah, they had it. Uh, if I just look back, I just go back to that period. Where was it? Eighty? Oh, he said ninety-three. Eighty. Auckland had it for eight years. Sixty-one defences. Lost it to Waikato, they held it for five. Lost it to Canterbury, they held it for nine. Lost it to Auckland, three defences. Taranaki, one defence. Waikato, one defence. Oh, memories. So excited. Graham and Christchurch. G'day, Graham. G'day, Steffi. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got, um, you know, so many. But, um, yeah, obviously, the one that was there at the 82, 85 era when Alex Wiley was the coach of Canterbury, I was a teenager, and... Um, you know, that was just, just so, there were a lot, you know, war, you know, it was like war and, you know, not just people going to Auckland Canterbury, but it was when Wellington played here and that had, you know, Alan Hewson and Stu Wilson, Ben Fraser and, you know, we had Craig Green and the Deans brothers and Wayne Smith and oh, um, Dale Atkins. Listen to yeah, the names. And that, oh. And, that, and, you know, Manawatu came here and they named it the Alex Wiley Stadium because <laughs> it was right at the last challenge and they nearly took it and they had Frank Oliver and... Gary Knight and um, Bruce Hemera and Mark Donaldson, they were, you know, half of them were All Blacks. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they, they nearly, Canterbury had thrashed Auckland the week, the week before and, you know, they nearly did it. You know, Bay of Plenty, I remember in 84, and they took the shield off as, you know, <laughs> um, that was a very close game, 18-13 or something, the score. But, you know, it was during the day and it was 2.35, called to three kickoffs and, you know, it only rained a couple of times actually in that era. I mean, a midweek game against Mid Canterbury, it poured down, and another, and Hawks Bay played here. <laughs> Funnily enough, you're just talking about the Bay quite a bit, you know. And a guy, we killed a magpie, which is not a, probably a lot of people wouldn't like that nowadays. We dragged it around the park, and you know, <laughs> it was symbolic of you know poor old Hawks Bay. But you know, magpie, but it was it meant in good. Yes, but you know that was 1983. That's 40 years ago. You know, and that that particular season uh, just stood out for me. You know, but you know that Wiley era was just so. Um, a lot of any everyone that went through that will always go back to that as being one of their favourites. Isn't it amazing uh, that it's 40 years ago, but it's still imprinted in your memory? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I can you know remember those teams you know that we played against. You know, it wasn't just the two or three other teams that, you know, people talk about now. It was, you know, other teams would come along in a midweek match and give you a fright. Mid-Canterbury gave us a, a hurry-up. A couple of weeks before Auckland took the shield, Mid-Canterbury nearly tipped Canterbury over. They played terribly. And, um, you know, people would forget about that. <laughs> you know, Bruce Dean's got a try, and I think it just saved it, you know. And then we we lost it to that, that Auckland team that then held it for eight years, of course, you know. 
um, looked like they, it was like they were never going to lose it, actually. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, 94 when Mertz got the goal against Otago, too. That was a, the next decade. That was the highlight, you know, another great highlight because, you know, David Latter yes. got penalised. Controversial, that, that, yes. Yeah, it was, yeah. We, yeah, they didn't like... Um, yeah, what was it, the referee? Colin Hawke was Colin the ref, Hawke. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not like down south and, you know, south of the Waitaki River. Yeah. <laughs> but we loved them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did, mate. Great call. Thanks for taking the time. No worries. You have a good afternoon, mate. Cheers, buddy. Oh, great call. Oh, the Canterbury Days. We go to Jace. G'day, Jace. Oh, kia ora, Stampy. How you going, mate? Oh, I'm really good. That's awesome. Uh, I'm loving the uh, the chat about the old Ram Philly Shield. I, I've got two things for you, Steffi. Uh, one of them, I actually was born in uh, Middlemore in Auckland, but raised in Levin. Oh. So um, I'm really looking forward to uh, yeah to the Nua, um getting their shot. Um, yeah, no, very familiar with, uh, well, as you would be, being a Shannon boy, but, um, you know, Queen Street, Oxford Street, all of that sort of stuff. Don't there. forget um, Stafford Street. <laughs> Stafford Street, that's the one. But no, I'm looking forward to that, Staffy. And my my little uh, recollections of the Rampoli Shield growing up, um, I had a, a Fano who played for Otago, and uh, he was on the wing for Otago when they challenged Auckland on Eden Park in 1988, and he scored an intercept try actually against that star-studded New Zealand, pretty much the All Blacks. Yeah. Side. Um, that would have been way over the salary cap if they had one back then. <laughs> but um, that that was his thing. It was like a. It was. You put them in the lead too. I think it was. You know, just a little lead over that star-studded team. Um, he played with like I think it was Mike Brewer was in that side, and um, it was coached by Laurie Maines. Um, but yeah, that's my big memory. It was great for the Fano to see him on the big stage. What was his name? And um, yeah, uh, Noel Pilcher. He was um, a left winger. Right. For them, it, it was a great. I think it was yeah, it was a great. It was brilliant, and he nearly got a second try um, after it. He was brought down by some some nobody named Frank Bunce. But um, <laughs> you know, it was all that type of. All that type of stuff, you know. You were just running into Steve McDowell and you know uh, Bernie McCarthy was in there, and you know, it was just that classic, those classic Kiwi All Black names from from the eighties. Oh, I love it! I love it! Oh, brilliant! We got to move on. Really appreciate your call, though, buddy. Cheers, Cheers mate. Uh, Cheers. We'll take we'll take a quick break. We have got Brett. We've got Paul coming up after the break. Rampilly Shield memories. Brett from Huntley. G'day, Brett. There's some Ramphilly Shield games that I don't remember, Steph, because I was that wasted when we won it, <laughs> especially being on the terraces at Eden Park. <laughs> oh, you were at that game? But I was at the 96 game. Right. Um, uh, I was still at school at the, the, 90s, the 93 game um, when they won it then. That is my greatest ever rugby day. Um, I wasn't at Eden Park. I was still at school, but our school won top four final that same day. And then we listened to the Shield game on the radio on the on the bus back oh, to school. How awesome is that? <laughs> and uh, I think my my proudest moment though is uh, in the 2015. I had uh, previously coached three boys in the Waikato team at schoolboy level that beat Hawks Bay 
uh, that was the Brad Weber led Waikato team that beat Hawks Bay in the last game of the year. Oh. Where all the all the Hawks Bay people got upset at Brad Weber for stealing the shield off them. <laughs> and Waikato had had a rubbish year that that season, and um, the week before we had been belted by Counties at home. And I I went on to the field after that Counties game, and the three boys that I'd previously coached were pretty despondent and. And I told them, I said, you got a chance to make history next week. And uh, they won the shield. And when they had a parade afterwards, the three of them saw me all come and grab me. And they said, you said we could do it, bro. You said we could do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. 9th of October, 2015, Waikato won the shield. 36-30, I think. And we were belting them in the first half and Hawks Bay came back. As Hawks Bay do. And then you held it for six games, lost it to Canterbury just about a year later. Yeah, that Hawks Bay game was the last game of the year and we were out of playoff contention and, and everything. So Oof. yeah, we had, had that for the summer. And what a week. Yeah, what so a proud week. of those boys that when they kick on to first-class careers. Mm, fantastic. Uh, Brett, we've got more calls to get to. Thanks for calling us, though, buddy. See you, my bro. See you, mate. Uh, Paul from Timaru. G'day, Paul. Afternoon, Staffy. How you doing? Good, thanks, Paul. Sorry, say it again. Your phone just cut out there. Oh, marginally. Try that. Is that better? That's better. Now we got you. You got two minutes. Yo. Two minutes. Hey, right oh, back in 75, the first memory. Um, Philly Shell was brought to our school. In South Canterbury. Ah. That's where I saw it. And uh, 48 years later, roughly. <laughs> back of a ute, we were ducking around to the Hawke's Bay Rugby Union to pick up our tickets. The shield was handed to me through the back window of the ute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I see South, Can- South Canterbury won it in 1974. Held it for one game. Well, 74 it was, so 40, 49 years ago. Last year, so it was handed to me, and off we drove, and uh, we were the custodians for the day. Beautiful. Stings and had breakfast. <laughs> Might have gone to Bridge Par and played around the golf with it. <laughs> Might have. Might have. <laughs> now uh, I knew the management of the South Canterbury team and texted them and said, "Look what I've got." Text back and said, "Keep it." <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home. Uh, later on, he said, is there any chance you can bring it around? And I said, let's see what we can do. So we took it round to the team. And then I handed it to a guy. There was one of their travelling party was uh, a member of the 74 winning team. Oh, wow. I it to him, and he didn't let it go. And the emotion to him to be able to hang on to that shield again was one of the proudest things I've ever done is make that making that available to that guy. And then he spoke to the team. They didn't touch it about the shield and what it meant to him. Pretty awesome. That's an awesome yarn, Paul. Appreciate you calling and telling us it, mate. We've got to duck off to ads, but really, really appreciate that call. Good memories. That's Paul from Team Aru. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back after that. We are coming up to news time. I've absolutely loved this first hour, the memories of the Ramfurly shit. Jeez, there's some stories out there. You know, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. 
um, all of those memories down the years. We're going to keep the phone lines open. We're going to delay our next guest um, because there's so many that have come in on the text machine, double eight, double three. So keep those coming through, your your, your memories. Um, there's only one game that stands out above the rest, Auckland-Canterbury, when it was John Hart versus Alex Wiley. Canterbury down 24-3 at halftime. Could win and came back and won it right on full-time. When you watch the game, it puts shivers down your spine. That's just an example of the type of text messages that are coming through. I'm going to read them all out. Uh, we've got Domo on hold. Uh, he'll join us after the news. We'll keep this Ranfurly Shield bus going because I'm absolutely loving it. And by the sounds of the feedback, you are too. 0800 150 811. Back after Johnny Max News. Let's go to Domo in Auckland. G'day, Domo. G'day, buddy. Mate, that uh, game you just referred to, I was there, but I'll, uh, I'll tell you what happened. Second half, Dale Atkins goes off. Um, Pat O'Gorman comes on. Starts winning line-out ball, and they made the flipping charge. Unbelievable, mate. I've, I got goosebumps uh, talking about it, mate. And I nearly got my head smashed in after the game. Walking, you know, we were at the far end. We were staying at the Clarendon and old, um, in, in the, in the centre there. And old um, John Hart's, unbeknown to us, John Hart's grandmother was staying there. And so that's where the shield was put for safekeeping, if you like. But so old, uh, walking across the park, after the game, I saw some buddies up in the crowd, you know, and uh, got chanted at them. So then I got uh, away laid from the buddies. We were with Maris, you know. I'm not kidding you, mate. Half the team with Maris was like trying to break into the All Blacks, <laughs> playing for that club side at the time. But old, um, yeah, so we, uh, so then I'm walking back into town on my lonesome and I uh, got the Auckland staff, and mate, I got some, uh, I got some stick, mate, you know. <laughs> but I just kept walking. And, uh, yeah, anyway, we, we were out that night and then we came, came back and the guy said, hey, there are Anthony Shields in the, in the flipping um, the lounge or something. I said, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure enough, it was, mate. So we got a photo with it. But I was also at the Horofanua uh, game uh, and I'm pretty sure that's the first time Auckland that the Shield had been taken on time. I might be wrong there. They might have taken it to Marlborough uh, previously. But, and I met Keith Quinn in the main street and... Uh, Mate, I'm not kidding. He hasn't changed. It. He's got a few grey hairs now, but he hasn't changed a bit, you know. And, um, and uh, had a chat. Then I, again, I did the old Earl, Earl Curtin thing, you know, stand at the end of the field. And mate, you know, they got wallet, but Spencer made a break, you know, from inside his own 22. And oh, mate, yeah, showed it then. It was, and that that seems like yesterday. I was also at the Arthur Stone game where he. The lightest all black ever, mate. Got that intercept and, and what have you. But yeah, no kidding, mate. Trying to break into the the Marasinus. I was like trying to break into the All Blacks, mate. And then when I finally thought I had a crack, old Pat Lang comes in straight out of high school, and, and uh, you know we were all training under Jim Blair back in the day, mate. We were fit as heck, you know. Anything, old uh, and oh, heady days, mate. Heady days. Brilliant anyway, days. I, yeah. I packed up and. Yeah, yeah, packed up and, and went back to league. So, yes, assisted. Yeah, awesome. Hey, mate, who's that dude who played for Manawatu uh, back in the heyday? And he ran, run, runs the hotel there, um, right on the corner. You must know him. I think he was first five, flipping, smashing bloke. Old, um, well, Mark, Do- Mark, Mark, Donaldson, uh, Mark Donaldson had a pub. He was the halfback. Uh, 
Okay. Jeff Old had a yeah, pub. He was, was number eight. Jeff Old had a. It's a pub right on the corner, mate. It's a hotel. It's got accommodation. And this is just a few up to a few years ago. But anyway, uh, that's another story. What a great dude he was. Man. Awesome. A couple of great lock-ins here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Great lesson, man. Cheers, great buddy. Lesson, buddy. Thanks, Tom. Let's get to some of your texts, eh? Let's get to some of your texts. There's some great memories here. Staff is a 12-year-old sitting on the terraces watching Auckland retain the Shield 11-9 against counties. 50,000 packed in Eden Park on a sunny Saturday afternoon. That's JD's memory. Mid-Canterbury did beat Canterbury in 1982. I, was that a Shield game? I did see uh, South Canterbury 74. Ugh. You said 82, didn't you? Canterbury had it 82 to 85 for 25 defences. Um, I think the only way Auckland get a challenge this season is if Southland take the shield off Wellington in round three, then Auckland would get the next challenge. There's Ken. He knows. Ken knows. Staff, I spent a couple of years in Auckland and managed the teachers' seniors. During Auckland's tyrant spell with the shield, they never had it held by security firm. That's because Peter Fatialofa was the guardian of it because they said it's safer with him than a security company. <laughs> Used to sleep with him, so the story goes. Someone will know more than me, and I hope they can verify that. That's from facing the Wairarapa. Uh, <laughs> Peter Fats. Uh, text from oh Grant, formerly of Combolton, now of Tauranga. Well, there's been some great grants come out of uh, Combolton. He says, Staff, you'd remember the great Manawatu Shield run in the late 70s. Chippy Seminoff landing a penalty seven minutes after injury time was meant to have finished. Bill Adlam was the referee, and I've never forgotten that dark day. Neither have I, Grant. Bill Adlam of Wanganui, it was 12 minutes injury time. <clears throat> you say, se- yes, probably seven more than what it should have been. So maybe there should have been five, but there was 12. Maybe that's, I add a bit of inflation to that. Um, and Ken confirms that Auckland haven't had a challenge since 2015. It's a long time between challenges. Um, it's on Sky Sport 1 at 2 o'clock tomorrow, which is good. So that'll be while we are on air. Oh, running it straight, 2-3. to three. I wonder if Kempi will allow me to give score updates of a Ramfurly Shield game in his beloved league show. Um Someone says New Zealand rugby are obviously counting on Horafanua Kapiti not winning the Shield. The fact that they've let this game go before South Canterbury, who earned the mandatory challenge, would suggest that. Yeah, you bring up an interesting point because the Meads Cup winner has a mandatory challenge and you'd think they'd get first crack. Because I don't think anyone's expecting Horafanua Kapiti to win. That would be a very interesting um very interesting. That would be a upset of the year across all sports, I would suggest. But it can happen. Um, and if that happened, then what happens to South Canterbury? And their mandatory challenge. Risky. You bring up a very good point. Uh, I always remember Southland's run in the late 2000s. It was epic. Best defence ever. Great times. And I think about Southland and Hawke's Bay, so away from the big, big centres, right, and they get that Ramfurly shield, they just go to another level. I truly believe Jamie McIntosh's best rugby ever was shield rugby for Southland. Now, I know he played for the All Blacks, and I know he played for the Landers, 
but I absolutely think his best rugby ever was The Shield. Ash Dixon, Sona Tomalolo, just, just so many names. Um, we had someone ring up about that earlier era with, with Gordon Falcon. Um, even go back in the 60s and Cal Tremaine and Tom Johnson and uh, Neil... Neil Wolf, Neil Weber, actually, Brad Weber's father or grandfather, he was part of it. Ah, some great times. Someone suggests it was Doug Rollison. It could have been Doug Rollison. Did he have a pub on the corner in Palmy? Not sure. I know Bullet, Mark Donaldson did. He had the Cobb and Co, and then he had the one down Tremaine Ave. Jeff Old had the Cloverley over in, um, in Cloverley. Just trying to think of other... First fives, who did we have first fives? Jimmy Bryson, Brian Morris. Um, can't remember other first fives. But anyway, it could have been Doug Rollison was the one you're talking about. Righto, <coughs> Ram Furley Shield. We'll draw the curtain on that until tomorrow when we get ready for Horofnua Kapiti's challenge as well. Hang on, I've got a text message from someone very important. Neil Thimbleby. Thank you, Campbell Burns. Campbell Burns of Rugby News. On your bookshelves now. Uh, fantastic read, the Rugby News. Fantastic man, Campbell Burns. Neil Thimbleby was the man I was trying to think of. Thank you, sir.